Okay, so continuing in this idea of seeing what other people need, but he's going to take it a step further, you're going to see. The thing that we're dealing with seems very simple, presumably. So ha'aris panim, translated in English, means something like lighting up of the face. But we're going to see it's really going to be the opposite of what we would call hastaris panim, right? Right, where we say Hashem hides his face, right? So we'll see in a second. So who Hashem Amar when, when the beginning of it's actually very apropos where we are in the parsha, right? So Hashem, at some point, right? He hears, right? He he hears, you know, their 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 groaning, and he remembers the bris, and Hashem sees Bnei Yisrael. He saw them and he knew them. What does that mean? Rashi says. Right, so Hashem doesn't have a heart or eyes. But the point being, he, he paid attention to them and he did not, he didn't shield his eyes. Meaning he continued, he saw them and he continued to look at them. Until now, when they're sitting in the Galas of Mitzrayim, right? Hashem was, in, whatever that means, right? Hester Panim, he was not looking at them. Right, Oh, but the moment that he stops hiding his eyes or his face, that's when the gula begins. Right, That's why Moshe Rabbeinu becomes a shliach gula. When Hashem stops showing Hester upon him, right, not looking, looking away, and now begins Ha'aris upon him. So now when Hashem makes human beings, He makes us like Him. Hashem didn't just give some of himself to us in the sense that he's going to allow us to have, uh, you know, to have intellect and to have good midos. Even in this way, Hashem made us like him. A person has the ability to show their face to others, meaning to pay attention. To somebody else. Right? In the Mida of Ha'aris Panim, of a human being, there is hidden within it, right, this tremendous treasure of Bracha. Right? It takes a human being with a certain level of intellect. Right, to do this. Why? Because it's, it's the ability for a person to look at another person without looking away, right? to focus and to really notice. Right? That Hashem, again, paid attention and didn't look away. What do we say about Moshe Rabbeinu? The mo- first time he goes out to Amisav, why does Rashi say he went out to see them suffering? Right? He didn't just go to watch. He went to feel, right? to feel their pain. Not just to watch. When I was on my trip to Israel, so one of the things that we said a lot was that it shouldn't be, sounds like a terrible thing to say, but it shouldn't be terror tourism. You're not going to these places to just like see something interesting. Right? That's not the goal. Right? The goal is, is a very like shocking phrase, and someone said it, but I actually thought it was very important to say. Right? Khalil It shouldn't be like that. It's going, 
it's going to feel the pain of something. That's a very different thing, right? Um, where that's what he had. He had this, this, this special ability to look at other people. Right? What is it that we know about Moshe Rabbeinu? What fancy things? He didn't know all of Shas. He wasn't the smartest person. He wasn't the biggest Amal Chacham. He wasn't, what was he? He was a person who could look at somebody else and feel their pain. That's what it meant to be Moshe Rabbeinu. It was because of that Midah alone that allows him to become Moshe Rabbeinu. We think we're dealing with some like little small thing, right? It's nice, chesed, pay attention to people. This is not a small thing. It's a very big thing. Right? It's the mida that a Baruch has, right? It's the mida that a Baruch shows at the precipice of the Gula, it's the, it's the change that goes from Golas to Gula, and it's the me that Moshe Benu had that made him the Shliach of the Gula. Liros machsarosh alazulas, he he midas haraspanim. So we've been talking until now, right, about this idea of seeing the needs of other people, noticing what someone else needs even maybe before they tell you. And that mida is the mida of haraspanim. We don't talk about this, right? This is where Revolvi is like different, right? You don't have, no one talks about that mida. <laughs> what mida do what, What's an important mida to work on? Ha'aris panim, you don't hear people talk about that one, right? But right, this is, this is a, a deeper yisod in, in, in chesed, right? Looking at someone and really paying attention, not staring at them, obviously, and not making them feel good, right? But looking at them in a way that you understand what they need. Okay, but then he says, Good. So now it says that we need to take another step forward. One thing to start to learn about ourselves and to learn for ourselves one specific thing that's practical. Related to the same idea. From this idea of Haaris Panim, you can find a specific thing to do. What is it? It's the meat of Shamai. Right? Welcoming every person, or accepting every person with. Savor Panim Yafos, a kind, nice face, right? Savor Panim Yafos, he ha'aras Panim Lamaisa. That's what ha'aras Panim is. Ha'aras Panim is, right? Ha'aras Panim, we're thinking is looking at someone in a way that you care for them. But to show them a friendly face is the practical, active thing to do, right? Fidever Godo Huzen, it's not a small thing, it's a very big thing. Mashachazal Karu Nesinas Shalom. What do they call it? When, when Chazal talk about saying Shalom Aleichem, they call it to be no saying Shalom Lechaver, to give Shalom. Why is it called giving Shalom? People say it in English, like, in, like the Yeshiva world. It's like, give, give, give a Shalom Aleichem. They give someone a Shalom Aleichem. That's because that's, that's, that's what you say in Hebrew. Right? The Nisina Shalom. Because that's, means, that's what it means. Right? Hamas be upon of the Chaver, Mamash no saying lo. Shalom, you give him something. You give the person Shalom. Right? right, you should be the first one to give shalom to every person. Right, you could say, uh, you know, shalom aleichem is the name of Hashem. Shalom is Hashem, you know, and you, you find Boaz, right? Boaz says, Hashem machem. You know, Svardim uh, still do this when they get an aliyah. Hashem machem, right? They say that, that language, right? But, uh, but the, you can use the shame Hashem to give shalom to somebody. This is a great story. Hagan Atzak Moshe Rosenstein, 
Bali I don't know who he was. Siper Atachilas Bola Kelm. He first came to Yeshiva in Kelm. So and, and Kelm was known as a, one, of the, one of the great Musa Yeshivas. He was very young. He showed up at Kelm. He didn't know anybody. He didn't know one person. He shows up at Yeshiva. He's a young kid. He doesn't know anybody. And he's like terrified. Standing outside. There's all these older guys there. He doesn't know them. At that time, at that point, the door opens and one of the Kola guys comes out. The older guy. Nigash Elav. He goes over to him. Yadav. Right, and he, and he and he you know clasps his hand right right that kind of like warm handshake you know with both hands right tochas baris panim with a with a beautiful with a beautiful face right smile but omer lo shalom aleichem mashlomcha ezo simcha shabbata ubarach boechel the shalom I'm so happy you're here it's great to have you here I'm so happy you're here it's so great to see you viata bo nami yadit oh mashu come have something to eat kim vaday atarev you must be hungry you came all this way Rav Moshe samach modi was so happy. He realized, wow, this guy must know him. He got so excited to see me. He knows my parents. He knows me. He recognizes me. I don't know, whatever. And then another guy comes out. He says, come in. It's great to see you. Come. And he realizes, This guy also knows him. Even though he doesn't know who he is. Later on, he came to realize every stranger was welcomed in that beautiful way. So learn there to give, to give shalom to somebody. Right? You give them something. You give them a gift when you, when you give them a shalom aleichem like that. Right? So he says, we, should, we need to learn ourselves. We should try our best to give Shalom Aleichem. We should, maybe we should try once a day, right? To give Shalom. It's not easy because we're like, well, we're quiet. We're not like, you know, everyone like, especially in, when, I, when, I was, when I lived in Charleston, if you'd walk down the street and you're passing another person, the expectation was, hi, how are you? To every person. That was like expected, you know? And then I came, then I moved here. Like, you know, not here, but you know, like I moved to the New York area. And I was like, you know? And it was like scared, such a... Scared of getting robbed. Yeah. Don't <laughs> say hello, right? But at least within, our, like, you know, within the shul, within, uh, you know, the, the supermarket, within places that we are, know people, right? To say, to say hi, not to pretend I don't see somebody. It's, it's actually a very powerful thing. I think we all know people like that, right? We all know people like that who, who when you see them, they're always like, hi, right? They don't have to be your best friend. There's certain people who are like that, right? Who give you a, hi, great to see you, right? And it's like, like, it always feels so good when you see those people, right? Now, if it's, if it's too fakey, it doesn't work, right? But if it's, if it's real and it's emistic and it's sincere, it makes a difference. You feel good. I have some Hasidian cousins that, like, they have some warmth to them that you just, you don't understand it and they're just, that's who they are. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. When they say hello to you, it's like with a smile and just, you don't... And how does it feel? It feels amazing. It feels amazing. <laughs> you feel good about yourself. It gives you something. Yeah. It's a gift. And it costs nothing. And it costs nothing. It's a beautiful, beautiful idea. So again, we could do it, try to do it once a day. We can try to do whatever. But the idea being to try our best to give shalom. And, and by the way, obviously the greatest way to do it 
the, the ultimate, someone that you don't know so well. Yeah, right. Right? So you don't know so well. Someone's not your best friend. Someone's not, right? they, but even, your be- even good friends, fine, but even that. But even if you don't know so well, hi. You know, to, to make an emph- you know, to emphasize the smile, to try to smile when you see somebody. It's great to see you. you know? Try it out. Try it out this week. See how it goes. When you come back, let me know. But you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idea. Something to think about. And I think it, it's, it, it, it's, it can be, it can actually be, it's a, it's a, like he says, it, it's a davar katan, which is a davar gadol. It's a small thing, which can actually be very, very big. It can make a very big difference. You know, it, and you never know when you're meeting that person who feels lonely and feels they don't have anybody, in it, and then they get that, that something. And it makes a big difference to them. You know, it makes a big difference. So a small thing that maybe is a big thing uh, to give work on the mida that maybe we didn't know was a mida until today, the mida of the Arizona. All right, Shkayach.